0: Thanks to Mama May for supporting Mama on a Mission, a solution for busy, time-poor working mums who want nutritional, organic food for their baby and toddler delivered frozen to their door. This has honestly been a lifesaver for me. As a very busy mum running a business and juggling all the plates, I know that you feel me on this, I am too tired to cook. So no more stressing or worrying about meal times. This subscription service is every working mama's dream. I promise. Get your twenty-five percent off your first three Mama Made boxes with the exclusive code only on this podcast, Mama Mission Twenty Five. I will leave the link in the show notes. You're listening to Mama on a Mission. And welcome to the Mummer on a Mission podcast. I'm your host, Charlotte Jonesy, certified positive psychology coach, business mentor, and mum. I thought I ruined my life when I had a baby. After a traumatic 90 hour labour and struggling through a very messy start to motherhood with postnatal depression, I lost my mind, identity, confidence, and I hated my postpartum body. Now I adore being a mum and I'm more motivated than ever. I've built a successful business that gives me the freedom and flexibility to be with my family and I set up this podcast to help mums not feel alone in their struggles. I am a mummer on a mission to imperfectly empower mums postpartum and beyond. My goal is to help 1 million mums improve their mental health, shift their mindset, get body confident and reach their goals without the mum guilt. Together on this show we are going to redefine what it means to be a working mum in the modern world whether you're looking to build a side hustle, make money online or pivot in careers this is your non-judgmental mum club that helps you grow in every area of your life because taking care of you is taking care of your kids too. Now let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Mama on a Mission show. I am so excited to have this guest on the podcast today. This is the lovely Ashley. She is a speaker and a woman's embodiment mentor. She's also a human design queen. And her work is all about awakening women to a more alive and aligned way of living using human design, gene keys. And I want her to go through this because this isn't my bag at all. (laughs) So, I mean, she's helped thousands of women to get in touch with their power and purpose and prosperity. And it's about aligning back to their original blueprint and entering into an experiment of what it
1: means to be them. So I am very excited to welcome you, Ashley. Thank you so much. You made that sound so much better than I ever could. So thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us what your mission is. Tell us Mm. what you want to do in the world and the current work that you're doing because it's amazing. Thank you. So my mission in my work is, as you said so eloquently, is awaking women to their power, awaking women to their ancient blueprint that they hold within. We are so used to seeking external to us or outsourcing our power. And I'm all about bringing women home to their power that's always been held within. And then the bigger mission within that is awakening incredible women that are going to do incredible things in this world and help the earth help the inhabitants of this earth and just that ripple effect that goes outwards from there
0: incredible so what does that actually mean for someone so the average person who's mm-hmm. n- is curious about spirituality mm-hmm. and i know i've got actually quite a lot of women mums who start to because they want to reconnect with themselves and that comes with, you know, spirituality. And I know that they're very curious, but they don't even know where to begin. So, like, how would you...
1: Describe this to somebody else that doesn't really understand it. Oh, that's perfect because it leads us right into human design. And I feel that is just the gateway, the doorway, because our whole life we have been seeking that which is not us. We've been trying to fix our weaknesses. We've been trying to fix pieces of us rather than really anchoring into our strength. And human design gives us literally practical tools because sometimes, like you said, the esoteric spiritual stuff can be maybe a little bit too out there. Human design gives us practical tools, literally a picture of our energetic blueprint and steps that we can take and implement in our life. What is our truth? And the number one step with that is strategy and authority. And I always tell my clients, no matter how far along they are, you come back to strategy and authority. You come back to how do I make decisions that are correct for me? And the more we make decisions that are correct for us, we end up in the situations that were always meant for us and seeing and experiencing things that we would have never experienced previously when we were just focusing on fixing aspects of self. And
0: something that just sprung to mind really is, especially in the mum space, is there's a lot of judgment and there's a lot of you should do things this way and feeling that if you don't do it a certain way, then actually it means that you're a bad mother or that you are not doing it correctly and then you feel like a failure. Or So all of these feelings come up and there's also a lot of comparison as well. So how do we really, especially with the online world, how do we kind of move away from that and actually tap into us And what we want to make in in terms of our decision making, because that's quite hard to do on a daily basis. Sometimes when you are swept up in this online world of what people are telling
1: you, what you Mm -hmm. should think, feel (laughs) or behave like. Oh, it's so overwhelming. And even human design, if anyone has had their body graph, it's called a body graph, the picture of us that it creates anywhere that's white, we actually amplify the energy we take in at 200%. That's what's open within us. So regardless of who you are, when we're just living our lives in this world, we're taking in so much energy from around us and then amplifying it at 200% and experiencing it at a very deep core level. So the foundational principle of human design is there's four types. We have four aura types. The way I like to describe this is our energy speaks before we do when we walk in a room, and it's our, our aura. So we have the manifester, the generator, the projector, and the reflector. The manifesting generator is a subtype of the generator. And what we're really saying here is there's no one right way to do anything. And more in particular with that with moms, you also have little kiddos. Maybe if you have, I accidentally ended up in the realm of serving moms in human design as well. It wasn't intentional, but I had a lot of moms coming to me. And so I've coached so many moms through this. What we're also saying is you have your design and each of your kiddos also have a design. So now, not only are we looking at you making decisions based on what you know, the best way I can describe it, based on your gut, your gut instinct, your woman instincts, that in your womb space feeling that this is correct for me. But then it's also that movement and ebb and flow of navigating a household with potentially depending on how many kids there are and how many types, different energy types within the house that require different things from you. So not only is there not one way to make decisions as you, but there's not one way to parent because each child is going to require something different with their energy type as well.
0: That's actually something I've never thought about <laughs> before. And that's such an amazing way to consider it. So and I know, I mean, We hear quite a lot about, you know, you have to remember that your child is also a human being. They have Mm. emotions and they're going to be different to you and the way that they respond to things and you have to be quite compassionate and patient with that. But actually hearing you talk about, yes, they have different energies and you said something that's like, you know, your energy speaks before you you do in a room. That's so true, isn't it? Okay, so what is your human design? I wanna know.
1: <laughs> I'm a generator sacral authority. Okay, and what does that mean about you? Mm-hmm. So with generators, that means that we have an open enveloping aura. So our energy literally pulls life to us. My decision-making strategy or our strategy and authority for anyone that pulls up their body graph, the most important thing is what is your strategy and authority? So for a generator, it's strategy is wait to respond. So life comes to me and I say yes or no. That's it. It seems so simplistic, but yes and no. And even as moms, right, it's as simple as if you're a generator with a sacral authority, yes or no. This is right for me or it's not right for me. I have the energy for this or I don't have the energy for this. This is correct for how I raise my kids or it's not correct. So it's as simple as, and it's it's so simple that it's often complicated for our minds. So our mind says it, no, I have to weigh the pros and cons. I have to think about this, I have to wait, I have to make sure it's the right decision. And I lived most of my life like that, and all it brought me was suffering. And when I finally surrendered and I trusted this gut response of just yes or no. I see something, something's brought to me from my external environment is just yes or no, and I can trust that everything shifted. And I see it all the time with my clients or community members that are moms. The shift that happens when they just trust their gut. We have those womanly instincts. They were, they're were they innate to us. They were just conditioned out of us by the world we're in.
0: Yeah, and conditioning plays a huge part in this, doesn't it? Especially when it comes to making the decisions. Like I was yes. saying, how do we... I mean, I do some work like this with my clients because I'm huge on intuition and actually getting out of our head into our heart. Because when we are all up in our head, which we are majority of the time, especially when you are a mum, like a working mum on the go, you're constantly thinking about what you need to do next or what you need to pack and what, you know, all of the tasks that you need to do. So actually, what would your advice be to say, okay, I'm so up in my head right now. I'm actually overwhelmed, I'm stressed, I don't know how to tap into my intuition, that instinct that we know that we can actually trust. And I always say it's the best free resource that you ever
1: have, but we don't use it enough. Yes, that's a great question. And I would say it depends, one, on the type. Now, I have, I recommend to everyone, and it can be difficult, especially when you have young ones and they're waking you up before you expect to be up. The first thing I recommend for everyone is even if it's just two minutes in the morning, one hand on your heart, one hand on your womb, breathing deeply. I like to imagine that my lungs extend all the way down to my womb space, breathing nice and deep and just connecting back into the body, connecting back into the breath first thing every morning and I make that a habit every single morning and I ask everyone that works with me to do the same. And then from there and extending out from there as well, when we're connecting into our strategy and authority, it's very easy for the mind to, like you said, take over and start leading us down paths of what I need to do, what I should do, what I have to do. The manifester, for anyone that's a manifester, you're following your inspiration. It's this pulsing creativity that lives and breathes through the manifester. So following what inspires you. And it seems, again, it seems so simplistic and almost too good to be true. And I've seen it with thousands of women over and over again, the transformation that happens. So taking that breath at any point in the day, taking a moment, hand on the heart, hand on the womb, if you're a manifester, what inspires me in this moment? What's inspiring me? Where's my creativity flowing? I have clients that'll take their kiddos for a walk out in nature, for example, and just ground back. If it's possible, ground back in with them or paint with them, color with them. Um, The projectors, number one for projectors is as a mom, seeing and recognizing your innate gifts first. Moms especially, I find, end up being underappreciated for all they do, and projectors, it can breed this bitterness. Mm -hmm. And it's really important that projectors, first of all, are filling their cup first more than any other type, seeing and recognizing themselves for their gifts, and that's naturally going to overflow as everyone else seeing them and recognizing them for their gifts. The generator and the manifesting generator, coming back, pausing, breathing. The breath is, I teach breath work as well because it's so powerful. Taking a moment, hand on heart, hand on womb as a manifesting generator or generator. What do I have the energy for right now? No guilt, no shame attached to that. Just what do I have? Do I have the energy for this right now? And then for the reflectors, 1% of the population, they they have an interesting process. They wait 28 days for big decisions, which is something to keep in mind if you have a reflector child, because we are in such a world of now, 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 hurry up. You got to make a decision. They are at least 28 days in their process. So as mamas with reflectors, giving yourself that grace that for big decisions, you require at least 28 days. And then if we're going for tiny decisions, maybe someone calls for a play date, it's going by how you feel in that moment and really tapping into your emotions. Wow.
0: I mean, even just saying that, it's quite interesting listening to it because I know some of my clients are projectors. And I'm like, yes, Mm. that makes so much sense. I mean, I'm a generator. And yes, that makes so much sense. But actually, how would you do your kids human
1: design? Where would you start with that? Mm, That's a great question. So you can get a free chart. I think mybodygraph.com or the Jovian Archive has a free generating system for the charts so you can pull up your chart and it will give you right there their strategy and authority and a breakdown of what their energy is it gives you a brief overview and it just gives you that moment to really tap in because if you have a manifester for example those children are the initiators they are going out and seeking life and very often They've been restrained a lot. No, you have to wait your turn. Ask. You have to ask before you do that. No, don't go off and do that. And and we are containing the energy of the manifestor and conditioning them to be generators that are waiting for the world to come to them, waiting for someone to ask them yes or no questions. So it gives you that opportunity of and it's always interesting with my mom's walking that line for the manifestor kids of allowing them to be initiating. And teaching them, ask for permission. That's one of the biggest things for a manifestor. Ask for permission if you can go outside and play before dinner. And then it's also the mom informing the child, right? Instead of just no... I have dinner ready in five minutes, so maybe afterwards. You can ask for permission afterwards. And then the difference between that and maybe a a projector child, that they're driven to be seen and recognized for their gifts. So kind of going out of your way to see and recognize them for your gifts, since they bring home artwork, for example, and you're cheering them on, and they're proud of that, and they're excited, and you're cultivating those innate gifts. And the generator and MG child, you're asking them yes, no questions. As a generator, when someone asks me open-ended questions, And now I'm stuck because I'm so used to, and kids are so in tune with their inner authority, they're going to know. The generator, the MG child, encouraging that, uh uh-huh, uh-uh. So what often happens is we condition that out. Use your words. And yet the aha, huh uh-uh is very natural and innate for the generator child because that's their life force energy from the sacral bubbling up from within. So as soon as we tell a generator or an MG child to use their words, we're putting them up in their head center. And then for the reflector, they reflect the environment that they are in. They are the ultimate clearest judge of the environment and just really nurturing them and making sure they're in the right place with the right people, because that's so important for the reflector child is being around the right people in the right environment. So I think the biggest thing when mamas are looking at their charts is respecting you have your own energy first. You need to fill your energy up first. You need to be there for you first. Follow your strategy and authority. And I have clients that have households with one of each type, which is very interesting. knowing that you're doing the best you can and you know, honoring you first is going to overflow to the kids as well. I'm just gonna quickly
0: interrupt this episode to ask you a question. How do you balance cooking or weaning with the demands of a high level job or running a business? I actually use a baby and toddler meal subscription service called Mama Maid. They are for busy working mums who want nutritional organic food for their baby and toddler delivered frozen to their door. This has honestly been a lifesaver for me. As a very busy working mum running a business, I'm gonna be honest, I'm too tired to cook, and sometimes I just really don't enjoy it. So no more stressing, no more worrying about mealtimes. This subscription service is every working mum's dream. And I've got an exclusive offer just on the podcast. You can get 25% off your first three Mama Made boxes with the code mission 25 So if you pop that in at the checkout, you get 25% off. I will leave the link in the show notes. Now let's get back to the episode. That's just so incredible to hear. And also that in a totally different way, because I mean, I'm all about filling up your mental health cup, your mindset cup, like as if... You know, if you are building positive habits every day and your energy is in the right place, then you can be a better mother, you can make better decisions, you can feel happier, you will be a better colleague, a better partner, but whatever it is, you just are your truest self and you can show up authentically as yourself as well. And then that also, that energy spills out into your family, doesn't it? And they want to be around you rather than this stressed like overwhelmed overworked mum that they're looking at and actually they are copying you or they are taking on your energy and actually that's not a good place to be so I'm so Mm -hmm. glad that you said that because I am always banging on about that (laughs) yes just talking about like being in complete alignment with yourself, you know when you have kids, you tend to lose your identity, and your I do find a lot of mums go, "Oh, I used to be like this, I wish I had more of that. I miss being like that." When actually, I always say it's an invitation for you to build an identity of who you want to be now because you've now got an incredible amount of experience that you've now brought into your, your life and you can merge the two, take some parts of you. But with human design, like how, how would you reconnect with yourself? Like how do you find that alignment again?
1: Oh, that's beautiful. I find, and I agree with you 100%, where it's bringing those pieces together. When we're going through any kind of life change or transition within our life, it's very easy to either want to grasp onto who we used to be or try to figure out who we should be. And one of the most beautiful things that I've encountered in both human design and Gene Keys is your purpose All of this that we get caught up in the head over is, what am I here to be? Or who am I here to be? What am I here to do? What is my purpose? All of those questions, when we're grounded in the moment, none of that matters. And it really just comes back to who do I be right now? And allowing that to be enough. And knowing and trusting that as you go through strategy and authority, and it seems again, just too good to be true, You're going to release what doesn't serve anymore, the conditioning that you've picked up naturally in the moment and who you be. And you're going to unveil, I like to think of it as like this uh, a rose coming through the soil and being birthed and it opens up and it's seeking the sun. You're naturally going to unfold like that rose and the conditioning will naturally fall off because it doesn't matter. You're in this moment, in this moment right now. Who do you be now? And allowing that to be illuminated from within instead of trying to hold on to the past of who we used to be and trying to think of the future on who we should be, who right now, who do you be? Because it's not about what is my purpose or what should I do, it's who am I?
0: And do you think that who am I is a better place to start than what is my purpose? Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes people get caught up in this, what am I here to do? What's mm-hmm. my mission? What What is my purpose? How do I find my purpose? And you hear that quite a lot.
1: What do you think? Do I start with who am I first? That's a great question. So we each, each type has a different existential question, if you will, (laughs) from the spiritual side of human design. So the reflector is who am I today? So their chart changes drastically every single day. The projector is who is the other? They're really here to get to know the other and learn about others and support others. doesn't mean, and and sometimes our mind can say, well, it's not about me then. Mm. It's just your existential question in this life is you're guiding others. The generator is who am I? And the manifestor is who do I impact? Mm -hmm. And because of the aura of the manifestor. One, starting with the existential question is really powerful and potent when we're looking at the different types. Because again, we're so used to trying to be someone we're not, or try to fix our weaknesses, or live what we call in human design, live through our openness. Because in your design, you're going to have that which is consistent and defined, everything that's colored in, the centers that are colored in, or the red and black lines, or something that's open, which is white. And that's where we bring through. Wisdom. That's where we go to school in life. That's where we learn in life. And we're often trying to live through the openness and trying to be someone else or fix who we are. So, again, when for me, it's coming back to that existential question. So, it was such a generator thing to say, like, who am I? Because that is the existential question. And knowing and trusting the biggest piece of wisdom I can give from my journey in human design is I've never been able to predict the next step. I've never been able to predict who I be a week from now, or even a month from now, or a year from now. And I continuously allow my body to lead and my mind to follow. And in this journey of unfolding, what I've realized is all I need to know is who I be now, who am I now, because the rest isn't of my concern. It will unfold in front of me. It will, the more I can live strategy and authority, and it'll always come back to that for everyone. What is my strategy and authority? How do I honor my strategy and authority? I like to think of it as walking through woods with a lantern. With each step you take, the next step's illuminated, but you're not going to know that next step or what's there until you take the step. So it's this ever unfolding process. And so is purpose. And it really just comes back to who are you and what is the essence and the light you bring to this world? Because Richard Redd talks about this, but you're when we're looking at who you be, you could be a plumber and be an incredible plumber that's illuminating everyone from within or electrician or an architect or a life coach or anything in this life. It doesn't matter what you do. It's the energy you're illuminating from within in the moment. Amazing. I get so swept up in listening to you. I
0: find it fascinating. How did you actually get into this? Where did it start for you?
1: It was a journey. Believe it or not, I used to be a counselor. (laughs) So I was a mental health counselor for youth and young adults. And I left that field to go into corporate. I like to describe it, I can't find other words than just this arterial bleed of the soul. Like I knew I was meant for more. I knew there had Mm. to be more to life. And I was caught in that, what is my purpose? What should I be doing? Search. And I had this moment where I just was in tears on my bathroom floor one night. And I said, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep living this life. And I Googled quantum physics manifestation. That was literally how I found human design. And it popped up in Google. I don't even know how, but it did. And I started this journey. And it's so beautiful because you'll find that in the beginning you have all these questions i need to know more i need to know my purpose i need to know all of this and as you go the questions start to fade away and you just allow yourself to be so present in the moment that you start to enjoy the mystery which is very much the feminine is enjoying the mystery enjoying the unknown enjoying the void and you start to get so comfortable there that you trust that as Ra Uruhu, who had the download of human design said you trust that your environment will always take care of you because you are living your design, you are following strategy and authority. So I started down that journey and I walked out of corporate one day, um, not one client, not knowing what I was gonna do and built a business from there. (laughs) Wow, I love it. And then you have just been smashing
0: it like incredibly well and helping so many women do the same. Oh, God. I mean, there's so much that you can talk about this, isn't there? But what would you say to somebody who is listening to this that wants to know more about themselves, to find their original blueprint and to live more in the present? Because actually we, you know, just talking about how we stay in our heads too much and actually getting more into our heart. But there's also that piece of how do I get more present? How do I stay you know, in the now versus worrying about the future, or worrying about what's going to happen? How do you make peace with that? Sorry, that's a really big question.
1: <laughs> I could talk about that all day. I think the biggest thing is releasing guilt, shame or expectation on how it's supposed to look or how it's supposed to be or how fast the journey's meant to happen. I've guided thousands of women through this so far. And the biggest piece in the beginning is this, we're we're switching from, okay, well now I was seeking something external over here to now I'm chasing the information within human design. So what I like to bring everyone back to is strategy and authority. It becomes a Mm -hmm. rabbit hole very, very quickly within human design where you're trying to search everything. And it's giving ourselves that grace. First of all, we're human. We're going to scrape our knees. We're going to still, even in our journey of human design, do things that we might, our ego, our mind might label as mistakes. And releasing guilt, releasing expectation. And I say to my clients, it's always coming back. Maybe in the beginning, you are spending a week worrying about something. And then as you go on this journey, it turns into a day. And then it turns into an hour you're worrying about that. And then 10 minutes, and then one minute, and then you're catching yourself in the moment. But it's giving yourself grace that this is definitely a journey. It's a de-rubbling of a lifetime of conditioning, a lifetime of being told that you need to fix your weaknesses or be someone you're not. And there's going to be an integration period of that. And having that, releasing the expectations on, I need to know this overnight, or the shift should happen overnight, and allowing yourself to take the time that's required to actually embody the information. And again, cause I see so many go down this rabbit hole and they're chasing, 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 and they're not embodying it. Give yourself grace and just be present to it. I recommend all my clients get the power of now, the book, the power of now, which is so powerful and reminding us to come back to the moment. And Going on the experiment. Human design is an experiment. Ra Ruhu always said, I, human design is not your guru now. I am not your guru now. Mm-hmm. It's about going on the experiment and saying, how does this information apply to my life? And having patience for that.
0: Incredible. I wish that we could all see our lives more as an experiment rather than take it so seriously and just coming back to the conditioning of society. And I was doing a podcast interview earlier about finances and how conditioned we are as, you know, we end up feeling trapped by our finances because of the way the system is set up and the way that money beliefs are just, you know, bashed around all the time and it just comes back to this but that word experiment is so powerful and I feel like that's one of the biggest things I'm going to take away from this interview because it's like yes why don't we just be more experimental with life have more fun like lean into it enjoy it rather than getting so swept up in worry and stress and fear and we're all guilty of it but actually what you've shared like coming back to you and actually just being more you and coming back to your strategy and authority is a good place to start. Incredible. Where can
1: people find your work? Where can they get to know more about you? So I can be found on Instagram at I am Ashley Brianna Eve. I do have the HD CEO Psyche podcast. It does have more of an angle for entrepreneurs. However, there's a ton of information on there and also on youtube if you were to type my name in the search bar there is so much wisdom and teachings on human design on youtube as well amazing thank you for being an awesome guest and sharing your wisdom here thank you for having me it's such an honor (laughs) and being here for moms and this experiment is so close to my heart amazing thank you
0: thank you thank you so much for listening to this episode if you enjoyed it i would love it if you would subscribe and leave me a review and tell me what you loved about the episode because this helps more mums and as a special thank you i will send you a free resource which is the get shit done mama productivity planner to help you feel more organized, more motivated, and inspired on a daily basis. All you have to do is leave me a review on Apple iTunes and send a screenshot over to info at charlottejonesy.com and we'll send you a free copy. See you in next week's episode. Lots of love and light. You're listening to Mama on a Mission.
2: Everyone is talking about magnesium, it's all you hear about.